It is a benching and bullshitting episode. I cannot tell you which episode it is. I just know it is one. We're on here talking bench. We're on here going to talk to some people live on Instagram like we normally do. Answer questions. And in the meantime, if I don't have questions, then we're just going to bullshit. Uh, it is voting day. Not that that matters to me much, but uh, some people it might. So happy voting to you all if that's your thing. Otherwise, I'm just going to start talking about things that have happened, uh, some good things that have happened, and uh, meets coming up and things of that nature. I got a bag full of goodies sitting right next to me here as well uh, that I wanted to share with you guys. Stuff that's very vital to me with my benching prowess, so I'll get to that in a minute. Anyhow, let's see. I haven't had a really consistent few weeks. It's been kind of off. It's been kind of strange. Um... I had to bench max effort in my equipment uh, this past Wednesday, which is where I had just posted that video of the uh, 1,000 for 10 reps. That was on Wednesday because uh, the word was that uh, most of my crew is going to be out on Saturday. I'm like, well, shit. Well, okay, I got enough people here tonight. I'll just go uh, heavy or crazy now. But then I showed up Saturday and almost everybody of my guys was there, except for Joe. Our gym owner had a wedding. I was like, ah, shit. <laughs> I could have gone heavy this weekend. But I didn't. It's all good. So uh, let's see. We already got a question here, I think. Let's see. Uh, Lemon Line Kool-Aid says, just did a 295 floor press in my new supercharged Ram. Elbows didn't touch, but bar hit safeties. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I generally, with floor press... I've I've not used safeties uh, with floor press just because I know from experience, not like in a bad way. I've, I've actually tested it, but I know that if I happen to dump a weight, uh, it's going to hit the floor long before it even like begins to like put enough pressure to hurt me. So I'm, I don't I don't really use safeties when I. It's the one and only time that I bench that I'm not using safeties on floor press because it's you know you got, you got the the world's greatest safety mechanism uh the floor right below you and uh I've, I've not had to set up safeties but good job 295 on the floor press i've uh the equipped floor press is what i call it <clears throat> has been a very very uh huge builder for me on uh, this last six months or so um I, i've really gained a lot what's up what's up matt brooks how we doing i've gained a lot from doing equipped floor press like i said in the last six months maybe eight uh, I started doing them a lot this year. Um, really made a difference with my training. Absolutely, it did. Uh, again, because I'm an equipped guy only. So, uh, but yeah, so I did the uh, thousand for ten. That was from a one board height on Wednesday, and uh, everybody was like, "Oh my god, this is nuts!" I'm like, "Well, I've done it once before, <laughs> and I posted it when I did it. I think, I think I posted. I'm not sure, but uh, I did a thousand for ten reps over a year ago." Um, and a triple ply that came straight from Anderson Powerlifting. It was my first workout in a in a Pharrell shirt. What? I don't think we ever did post that. No, I don't think we did. Because we you, it was like two weeks before last year's WPO. Mm -hmm. First time you were ever in a shirt. You're like, that's crazy. And we weren't like openly with. Pharrell yet, maybe? Mm, well, no, we were, because it came from Kevin. Kevin sent it to me. Mm. 
Well, I know that we must not have posted it because no one had seen it except for Kevin at that point, and then we showed Rob at the WPO. Well, shit, I didn't post it ever. So, yeah, but over a year ago, in a triple ply Pharrell, I did a 1,000 for 10. Didn't really know what the fuck I was doing uh, from a one-board height, and then I just repeated that uh, PR this past Wednesday, but in a two-ply Pharrell. So, very happy with that progress. <clears throat> Burns 41, did it help with lockout? That's where I've gained a lot of strength in the lockout. Uh, coming down with the weight, pausing on the floor for like a two count. So one, two, go. One, two, go. Um, my best performance on the floor has been 1,005 for a triple, which is really big for me. That was a really big day. Very happy with that. Matt says that he remembers that 1,000 for 10 on Patreon. Yeah. So, yeah, it was. I didn't post it online, I guess. <laughs> There's a lot on Patreon that you don't post. There's online. a lot, yeah. Cooper257 says, are you equipped floor press on DE days? I don't have dynamic effort. I don't do dynamic effort. I just have two max effort days. One is shirted, one is not shirted. I don't do any kind of dynamic effort, speed work, anything like that. Yeah, that was back when you hated band shirts too, yeah. <laughs> I, I made it work, that one workout... And the very next week, it just, like, the shirt just turned off and stopped working. And I called Rob. I was like, oh, dude, like, this thing worked great last week, and now it's completely useless. And then I couldn't even do a 1,000 for a single. He goes, oh, it's how they work sometimes. But uh, we made it work. <laughs> Obviously, it made it work. Finally. So yeah. Finally made it happen. But, uh, but yeah, dude, so that, that's, that's the biggest thing I've done here in the last couple of weeks. I've had some lighter weeks kind of leading up to this meet coming up on the 20th. Um, I'm actually going to try to take my opener to a half board. There's kids outside, so I apologize. I'm going to take my opener to a half board uh, tomorrow afternoon. Again, I can't do it on the weekend. There's just some things uh, in place. I just I can't do it over the weekend. So, net, so tomorrow evening, uh, I'll take that opener to a, to a half board, testing out a specific piece of equipment, making sure that it can do the opener, uh, that it'll, it'll, everything will be fine. So... We'll, we'll, we'll do that tomorrow night and get it posted on Patreon for you guys. Anyhow, um, yeah, so that's pretty much it. But uh, here next to me, um, I'm a bench guy, so I really like uh, wraps and stuff. So I wanted to show just some things uh, that I do as far as like wrist wraps and things like that. Let's see, Matt says, I know I'd be, I'd be talking about doing it for a while, but I officially signed up for a Jim and bench meet last week. Oh, okay, okay, cool. Well, good. I know you were going to... I knew you were going to be at Dividends Meet. I wasn't sure if you were going to do it. Okay, great. That's going to be awesome. Get to see you again and get to see you compete. That's going to be great. I'm actually going to cut some weight for that meet. I'm going to cut about 20 pounds of body weight and uh, compete at lower body weight. Let's see. Got some good questions, though. Let's see what we got here. Uh, Chaplain David says, Curious, how much weight do you jump up after your opener? Well... Depends on the goal. For the Depends, day. yeah. Mm -hmm. at my at, in York when I competed in February, I benched twelve twenty five on my opener and jumped to thirteen twenty on on a second attempt and, and got both. At the Bass Venture this year, I went twelve fourteen and then twelve seventy three. Um, Polly, it's a little bit it's a little bit less than that, but I can make hundred pound jumps pretty easily in in band shirts. So, mm -hmm. um, let's see, Tim says Tim. What's going on? Tim McCain. Are you wearing a slinger when pausing on the floor press? Yes, I'm wearing a slinger or uh, some kind of like Pharrell insert. 
or a number of like two like two inserts or something like that. So yeah, I, the the thousand five for a triple on the floor was done with a, a pair of inserts that act like a slinger, but it's not a full shirt. It's just the insert of the top half. Matt says, looking super forward to it. Are you cutting weight for a reason or just to be healthier? Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm cutting it for a reason. I want to, I want to jump back down to 308. Um, which, if I cut my calories out, that will automatically take my weight down pretty quick. Because maintaining my current weight requires a shitload of calories. So if I cut those out, maintain protein, but cut calories... I'll drop down to 308, uh, hopefully within that two or three month period. Yeah, it's like a full-time job Yeah, just for you to stay yeah. where you're at. I'll just cut out the weight gainer and replace that with uh, just like standard protein. So my protein will stay high, muscle strength should maintain, my calories will come down, my weight will come down. Yeah, I, well, yeah, no, I got you, Matt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think I'm healthy. I feel like I'm healthy. I think I'm fine. Yeah. But thank you. <laughs> And Tim says, thoughts on pin press versus floor press. I think both are necessary, but I think the floor press is a better builder, in my opinion, because you can use more weight. Uh, pin, what I refer to as pin extensions, not presses, because if you press the weight off the pins, you're not doing them correctly. Uh, that's more, I use pin extensions more for muscular, uh, muscular endurance under the heavy loads. So it'll take a really heavy weight, which you can do, when you're only using the top two to three inches of range of motion, <coughs> range of motion, um, and I'll take like that super heavy weight and do sets of like 20, like five sets of 20 with heavy weight, oftentimes with a slinger on to protect the pecs. And I get a lot of success out of that too. And Matt says, what's your favorite protein? Jeez, I've been taking a weight gainer only for so long, it's kind of hard. Um, Probably MHP is the one you buy the most. I, I like the MHP brand. Uh, they have good products. I like the ProBolic Sustain Release Protein. I also like BSN Synthesis. 6. That, that's some good protein. That tastes amazing. Synthesis 6 is probably the, one of the best tasting protein out there. Just the chocolate. Chocolate's fine. But, uh, <clears throat> so, uh, I get a lot of questions like wrist wraps, what kind of wraps, and I want to show those to you really quick. Uh... 90% of the time when I'm benching, I'm using my Anderson KLA 5000s. Anderson Powerlifting. These are the toughest wraps I've ever come out with, and uh, they're all black. I've been waiting for years to have an all-black wrap. I've been using the KLA 4000s for a long, long time. The lime green, the four-striped lime green wraps. They're pretty tough, really, really stiff. And then when they were coming out with the 5000s, Kevin asked all his athletes... Would you guys want them to be all black or like all green? And I think a unanimous decision, like 100% was, we want them to be all black. So I will say like I too voted for the all black. Yep. But almost every brand has an all black. And when you see somebody with like the green and black striped wraps like at a meet, immediately I'm like, oh, he's got 4,000s. Like I feel like that's exciting because you can spot it and like yeah. know those are Anderson. I know. It's just... The black does look cool, though. I like the black. But I like seeing people wear the 4,000. And the, these hold up up to 1,450 pounds. I can attest to that. Pretty sure I used KLA 5,000s with my 1,450 uh, one-board press that I did up at Rob's uh, about a month or two ago. You did. Awesome fucking wraps, KLA 5,000s. 
And Matt says, I looked into MHP, but from what I've seen, they use a lot of soy in their blends. Yeah, the, the sustained release has whey, soy, and casein. So that it has that sustained release over like hours. So that, that, yeah. That they have like just a plain and like regular whey or at a. Is soy not good? Some people don't. This is like soy. Oh, like it doesn't them. sit well with them? Because I think that's what Primera Sports was because theirs was like a vegan protein, wasn't it? No, they had they had whey. It was Did called. It was pro. There was one you were drinking for a while that was like a vegan protein that we didn't even. Like we didn't know. I don't remember what it was, but. MHP is great, dude, but uh, yeah, if, you, if it doesn't sit well in your stomach, absolutely don't do it. So there, there you go. So I was going to say, again, the 5,000s, and they have just the normal strip of the soft Velcro, like a vertical strip right there. Then we get into the uh, Pharrell's. I have a few pair of Pharrell's. Um, he sent me a few pair. Jesus Christ. Um, Pharrell does the, uh, the horizontal strips like that which is pretty cool. This one actually has four on them, four, four strips. And uh, this one, he sent me two pair that really, really, these were actually unusable. They were so fucking stiff. So I actually had to loop them over a, a bar overhead and I had to hang from them with my body weight and then move them back and forth like this over the bar to get them to stretch a little bit so I could fucking use them. These are really fucking stiff. Uh, standard 36 inch length, really stiff, and then the standard width as well, uh, just the same as uh, the KLA 5000s. Matt says, I had a pair of Pharrell Gripper wraps and they were some of my absolute favorite wraps I'd ever used before. Yeah, he makes, I, I've never had his grippers, but uh, if it comes from Rob, I'm, I'm sure it's quality, absolutely. Now, what you notice though, he sent me another pair similar to this. These are really fucking cool. I haven't I haven't used these yet. Again, it's another situation where they're really, really, really stiff. But the cool thing with this pair, same thing. It's got one, two, three, four horizontals. But I'm going to try to see if you can spot the, the noticeable difference here in width. If you can see the difference there, this is the wrap I had before, how it's all chalky. I've used these quite a bit. Look how much wider this pair is. You can see there. There, there's a, there you go. Probably like a quarter inch. Uh, not a, maybe not a quarter inch, but this noticeably different. They are wider, uh, visually especially. So um, <clears throat> these ones, he, he, he sent these to me. He goes, hey, these are a, kind of a, not a proprietary, but he said it's kind of this new thing I'm experimenting with, new material. Same length as the other ones, but they're wider. And they're so fucking stiff. So again, it's another pair I'm going to have to loop over an overhead attachment, hang from them with my full body weight, and then rotate them back and forth to break these in. But there's a lot of coverage available here uh, with that extra width. So can you use your full body weight? I mean, I, as much as I can hang on to. <laughs> so there you go. There's two examples from Rob. Uh, really cool. Uh, awesome, awesome fucking wraps. Again. I've not used the super wide ones yet, but I have used his standard width wraps, and I fucking love them to death. Now, he did do a special thing for me. We were talking wraps when I was up there about a month and a half ago. I've been up there twice. Uh, the last time was about two or three weeks ago, but I went there about a month and a half ago. That was the uh, 
the first time I went up there to train with him, we brought a few of our guys, and that's where I hit the 1450 uh, training lift with him. And we were talking wraps, and he made me a custom pair. Now this has three uh, horizontal strips, not four, like the other ones, it says three. Hey, what's going on? And uh, these are actually made from scratch. So if you notice, on a uh, standard pair that comes, so you can see like this is all kind of one piece right here, it's just kind of cut into shape, all one piece. So these, he, he actually made himself, if you can see here right here. So it was just the sta it was just the strip of wrap, and he cut and made the own triangular piece himself, and sewed them on there. So that <laughs> because this uh, this pr this particular wrap is the same wrap that he uses to make his bench shirts, and you can see there's no thumb loops. I forgot to mention that I like, I, I prefer thumb loops. So he made me a pair of wraps that he uses for his actual bench shirts. So you got like wraps for wrap, wrapping purposes and then wraps for shirt purposes. And that's what these ones are. So these are actually the things that he uh, makes shirts out of. So I'm going to have to take a, our sewing machine probably won't be able to hack it, but I'll take no, a, I'll have to hand sew. Yeah. I'll hand, we'll, we'll hand sew some uh, strips of, material or thumb loops on the end there so I can actually use these. I haven't gotten to use them yet, but uh, yeah, pretty cool. He does some nice fucking work. That is really cool. So again, I'm a, I'm a bench guy. I, I like I like wraps. I could talk about them a lot. But, uh... Is oh. there any specific wraps you've tried in the past that you didn't like that you would never recommend to someone? Mm. Anything from Inzer. Why? Inzer wraps suck. They're low quality, as is a lot of Inzer equipment. I'm not trying to be biased, but, uh, oh, Magnavita. What's up, buddy? Hey, bud. We enjoyed watching you on the TV there. We had the live stream on our uh, TV on the wall over there. We got we enjoyed watching you guys. Sorry it didn't uh, pan out the way you wanted, but it was still entertaining. Did so. you see his post? He said that his elbow, like when he was going to touch... His elbow would kick out. Oh, I hate that. I hate when that happens. I meant to send that to you. I hate when that happens. <laughs> uh, let's see. Yeah, what, so Justin, what's... Uh, hey, Thomas. Ah, Guten Abend. Yeah, here it's... Uh, guten, uh, it is 7.30 at night. Yeah, it's Guten Abend. Yeah. <laughs> Does that just mean good day? Vielen Dank. Uh, it's Guten Morgen, Guten Tag, and Guten Abend. I think it's Tag right now. Abend? It's night time. Good night. How's your Duolingo going? Well, you made me delete it off my phone. No, so I did not. You did. No, I did not. <laughs> I'm sorry to hear about the workout there, uh, Justin. I'm sorry. It sounded like you had a bad day. Sorry I couldn't put up a big bench for you. Oh, dude. You, <laughs> you got so many years left. Like, you were the youngest one on that stage, I'm pretty sure, by yeah. a considerable margin, so... You got a lot of fucking competitive years ahead of you, so don't even. I've bombed out of more meets than I can count, so yeah. Don't worry about it. <laughs> You're fine, man. Still, still, still cool to watch. Um, I'm sorry. The uh, I think you were trying to use a uh, Titan shirt. I couldn't tell. It looked like a evil twin. I'm sorry it didn't work. I couldn't get him to work either. If it makes you feel any better. <laughs> 
But uh, we're, we're built a little bit different, too. You're considerably taller than me. You got longer arms. Yeah. Max says, did you ever have a bad personal experience with Inzer? Or has it just been what the hell you be, you've seen others go through dealing with them? Um, yeah, well, it, it's a combination of both. Uh, I've had multiple pieces of equipment. Back before I was sponsored with uh, Titan and Anderson, and then right now just Anderson. But um, I'm a big guy on burping. Sue me. Sue me. Ugh. Um, so anyway, um, I, had, <laughs> I, I was buying my own equipment back when I was in my teenage years, you know, and, and all I saw... And powerful in USA was just Inzer, Inzer, Inzer everywhere. I didn't see my first Titan shirt until I saw one in person uh, at a gym up in Canton, Ohio. So Even I would like the WPO during the intermission. They put like the yeah the first WPO. Kevin's and on that here. Hi, Kevin. The whole thing was just like one giant Inzer commercial. You know, that's yeah, it all was. You saw. So that's all. That's all I saw when I was a teenager. So I, I'd buy a shirt from them, or the wraps were always garbage, and customer service was. No, it was it, it non-existent. And then is when you could buy it like out of the magazine, right? Yeah, yeah. Just call their number and <laughs> long time. Kevin says hello. <laughs> Misses. Hi. Kevin says hi. <laughs> okay. Hi, Kevin. So yeah, no, it's just a, it was just a combination of things. Just the the lack of help, the lack of service, the lack of quality, the lack of the list could go on. And then I see them, you know, people with these, you know, they got their super duper phenoms and shit. And they blow out, blow out, blow out, blow out, blow out, blow out, over and over and over again. I'm like, that is some shit, you know? Um, so it's, it's some personal and some also just external seeing others have to suffer through Inzer's uh, bullshit. So yeah. it's a combination of things. Joey Left says, do you think a band material squat suit is in the works? I or possible, I'm sure it would be insane. Uh, I'm sure somebody is. I'm sure it is, but I don't know. I know Mendy is working with the Jonathan Curry on the Juggernaut thing. Mm -hmm. Is that supposed to be a band suit? No, that's, or just, that's a, just like a regular that's just, suit. Oh, it's a deadlift suit. Oh, right. So it's not even a squat suit. I don't know, man. I don't know if band material, or I'm sorry, rap material would work for um, a squat. I just don't know. Um, I feel like it would have been done already. Because like the band shirts are so prevalent now, all over the place, and they work really well. But I don't. If it was going to work for a squat suit, I would think it would have done it already. Maybe a hybrid would be better. Maybe hybrid is the answer. Maybe like a like a panel. A panel or a part like part of the suit being wrapped and the other part of the suit being poly or canvas. Maybe something like that. I don't know. So let's see. Let's see. Uh, Thomas says. How do you feel about Bob Merck's rant done with the WPO on his last meet? Because I know you, you do compete in WPO also. Um, I only competed in the WPO Bench Bash for cash this past uh, March, which is not going to happen again, which is kind of sucky. I don't know. He can feel the way he wants. He can, he can feel however he wants to feel. Mm -hmm. um, he's completely allowed to react and feel however he wants to feel. Um, I understand. I get it. Um, I'm not a WPO competitor, so I can't relate as much, but, uh, I mean, he, I think it's all valid from what I've heard. So yeah, yeah. Good for him. I always like the way the multiply Inzer shirts work best for me. However, they do not last forever by any means. And they are absolute hell to deal with right there is testimony to Inzer's garbage. 
and why the F8s are the way to go. Yes, they are the way to go. Do you do equipped squats when you're training them? Nope. I, uh, I was doing raw squats quite a bit uh, last year. I got my raw squat in the gym. Okay, in the gym. But I was squatting. Uh, my best triple was 805 and my best single was 855. I never got really into equipped. I was trying to. And then I had to switch gears and go back to bench only uh, to get my bench only numbers back up. So I kind of kind of abandoned squats a little bit. But you still deadlift. <laughs> Raw strength. Inzer makes a band shirt, but John Inzer doesn't want to sell them to the public. <laughs> Why? What? I don't know. Why. Why not? What's the point then? Good question. It's Inzer. What do you? Fuck them. I don't care. I feel like for a limited squat suit, it would have to be some other type of material that's not made from knee wraps like canvas and Kevlar hybrid or something. I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm i not sure. I'm not sure. Not a clue. Does Kevlar stretch? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Maybe that would be the part of the suit that you wouldn't want stretch, but the canvas you would want stretch. Oh, okay. Maybe it'd be like a... I don't think Kevlar... In my mind, like Kevlar and chain link, it's like the same... You know, it's not. <laughs> I hear Kevlar and I'm like, yeah, for nights. That's not it. Though. Nope. Okay. Nope, nope, nope. Thomas says not nah, because I know you have had your experience with shitty feds too. <laughs> USAPL, USPA. So maybe you knew more. That's why also your back work mentally, mentality properly fucked my back for three days. Oh, <laughs> you must have done one of my, uh, Back days then on the Patreon there. That's cool. <laughs> oh, Brian and Taylor are both on here. Hi, friends. Justin Jafari says, would, uh, would having adequate leg strength help bench only to be stay balanced and have good leg drive? Mm -hmm. To a degree, yes. And um, then he followed it up with, or do bench only people train legs solely to give the upper body a break? Oh, um, I trained legs to try to gain healthy muscle weight. Fuck you, Taylor. God damn it. <laughs> with love for anyone who doesn't know Taylor is she's our girl but the love of our life mm. we love her it's called Inter Mars Rocket Band shirt fuck that stupid Mars no, Rocket Mars Band shirt Rocket who Band named shirt? that Elon Musk know. no definitely John Inzer so no I, I trained legs primarily to gain weight like healthy weight more muscle just trying to be a bigger human being you know be bigger and stronger that's kind of the name of the game right but uh but uh, I think it's limited. I mean, if you work up to a bodybuilder, narrow stance, quad dominant squat of like a thousand pounds, are you going to bench a thousand pounds because of that? Probably not. Will it make you stronger? Yes. Will it give you more leg drive and balance? Yes. But like, I think it has its limitations on how much it affects your bench. Marlon, Jimmy, how much time do you need to break in your new F8s? Want to try my new shirt slowly because of my forearm bones. So the, the shirts themselves, you really don't need to break them in. You just put them on and go, which is really fucking cool. But you do need to work slowly, you're right, for sake of uh, bone density. Absolutely. Let me know if you ever near the Virginia, Tennessee, Kentucky border need to get a lift in. Okay. Absolutely. Matt says, with a combination of how many high-level lifters swore off the meat yesterday, yeah, 
and every other fed allowing band shirts now do you think we'll see some other high level meat come up as a competitor i absolutely freaking do i think uh i think uh i think it just takes someone to put it together i think rob's um strength spectacular the summer strength spectacular that he held up in erie i think that has potential uh to be a high high level competitor with the wpo in terms of like payout uh invites it's an invite only thing um i, I think it could definitely be a competitor absolutely oh there you go matt says enter just started selling banters to the public on their website last week okay fun fact <laughs> Let's see. Let's see. Okay, I'm down at the bottom, I think. Yeah, finally there. Cool. I'm in the Northeast Tennessee, man. Yeah, okay. Um, so, some more uh, things that we have here, because I like showing things off. Not really, but... So, the singlet, I got this idea from Gillespie, and what? <laughs> that You're going to show him that singlet? Yeah. That too small for you, even though it just fit three months ago singlet? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is a cool idea, but uh, you got your standard singlet here that we've decked out with uh, Rob and Anderson, and yeah, it's been I've put a lot of time and work into this thing, mm -hmm. but uh, the back is getting kind of chewed up from all the Marucci and stuff. But uh, there you go, so it's kind of cool. Um, you can get that deadlift guy on a T-shirt not chewed up. Yes. From Anderson Powerlifting. Yeah. Though. We just redid it. We just redid the deadlift guy again. He looks real cool. This is the old version of the deadlift guy. We have a bigger, better version of the deadlift guy on the Anderson website. There you go. But, uh, so, but, uh, we added Velcro to the straps. Like that. That's, that's perfectly legal. At least in the IPA. Perfectly legal. And I used to have the WPO Bench Bash. They didn't care. But instead of having to, like... And a bench shirt, having to swim into your straps, have your guys like pull the straps up over the arms. You just put Velcro on the straps, like a fucking squat suit, and then you just pull the straps up over the bench shirt and connect them. So that was Katie's handiwork there. Straps right there, Velcro on each one, works very well. Much so, easier to get on. If we can pull that off with my new singlet coming, I can. I still have a whole roll. Okay. So we're gonna. I have a new singlet coming because this one no longer fits mm -hmm. because I'm really heavy right now. So yeah, we'll have to do the Velcro again with the uh, the newer the newer singlet. Matt says to add to my previous question, when it comes to a meet for the best of the best, do you feel like Unlimited is going to be the future? Oh, I see. Sometime in the foreseeable future, I do. I, I do. I I don't think it's. A question now I was kind of in denial about it for a while I didn't want to accept it but yes I do think um, just as you know denim came along and then like the super duper you know uh, Polly's you know s s uh, succeeded denim and made them obsolete and then uh, um, yeah I, I think I think it I think it will be I think it's the new standard and extreme uh, full power lifting. I, I do. I do think so. Yeah, old Bill. That's right. <laughs> I need to make a singlet like that. Yeah, dude. It's uh, it made a world of a difference. You just cut the singlet straps with a pair of scissors, add Velcro to each side, and dude, it it fucking it's just it's so fucking easy 
Yeah, it made my life a hell of a lot easier. Yeah, it's it, and it's legal. And, and, and feds that matter, it's legal. Like IPA, yeah. WPO allowed it too. I mean, it's still a one-piece lifting suit. It just has Velcro on the fucking, like, what's it matter, you know? So, anyway, that's kind of cool. Oh, yeah, because, man, trying to get your arm, especially with those shirts, mm-hmm. and when it would, like, fling, yeah. catch me in the yeah. jaw. God. Do all of the F8 shirts now that Rob makes nowadays, are the sleeves angled where you can slightly tuck your elbows instead of doing them flirt-out method? So even if the shirt is, the, like, a stock shirt, like, I've taken stock F8 shirts from Anderson Powerlifting that mm-hmm. are not, like, all my custom ones from Rob are specifically designed with angled sleeves. Um, I still take those stock ones. And bench the same. And I bench the same. you got to think, like, this material is very malleable, right? It can, it can, really, it, it can really be moved around. So I took those stock shirts, and I made them perform how I wanted them to perform. So I would take that stock shirt, go low, and tuck my arms anyway and force it to perform that way. And then after I did that, for the first couple of workouts, it kind of molded itself to be an angle sleeve shirt. You don't have to flare your elbows out. I'm not a believer in that. I've done it before. I've popped my my shoulders. Big no-no. Um, again, this these these wraps, which is what the shirts are made of, is a very malleable material. You can force the shirt to do what you want it to do. You just have to do it and make it work for you. Let's see. Yeah. And uh, Paul says, Paul says, uh, good job, Katie, on the on the singlet. Thank you, Paul. Can you order one of these singlet from you? Uh, not from me, from Anderson Powerlifting. And plus... Uh, this is just a custom thing that me and Katie did. This is not something that Anderson does. Uh, it's just a fun little thing we did. I mean, if you guys buy a singlet from Anderson Powerlifting and you want to have that done or have the giant Anderson A added to your singlet, I mean, you can mail it to us. I'll do it. Yeah. So now we don't have like, I had to ask Rob for like his F8 emblems. Those came straight from Rob. But uh, yeah, but I can add. I still have a bunch of the Anderson A's because we make the shirts. Yeah, and so the and- I can yeah. do the straps for sure. We we actually make uh, we we do business with Anderson. Uh, we actually make all the t-shirts for Anderson now, so we have a lot of these extra like things laying around. So this came with the singlet, this little one down here. But I wanted it to be like a walking billboard for Anderson, so I, we added yeah. all the other extra. No, you added those. I added all of them. Even though I told you they were going to crack and break. Well, they cracked on the... Well, it doesn't matter. Because you're stretching something that's not meant to be stretched I think that if we, far. if we heat it higher, I think mm. it would be more valuable, though. I have to get the other press, I think. So, anyway, there you go. <clears throat> Matt says, even if it's a different division, I think it's going to be like... How a few years ago, it'd be rare to see a denim shirt at a meet. True. I feel like the same will happen with Multiply Poly soonish. I agree. The only thing I don't think is cool, I guess, is if someone's trying to, say, beat Hoff's record in a rubber shirt and say that they have the highest total of all time in a rubber shirt versus a poly, that's it's not the same. When it comes to the all-time things, that's where it's gonna you're going to have that that disconnect because yeah. if somebody in a rubber shirt totaled more than half, that, it, they still don't 
it doesn't count. I mean, it, it does because... For an unlimited total. Well, that, well that, he's, he's saying, like, you think multiply poly will just kind of fizzle away and just mm. be replaced with unlimited. Probably not, because in the world of equipped, polys are still way cheaper than one of these. Yeah. And money is the barrier for a lot of people getting into equipment anyway. And so it's going to be cheaper to buy a poly shirt and even cheaper then to buy a used poly shirt or hand-me-downs like you have. Mm -hmm. When people are spending six, seven, eight, fucking, someone bought a fucking $900 shirt. <clears throat> That's ridiculous. That's like three car payments, my guy. That, you know, and like yeah. those shirts are going to last longer, yeah. but I don't know many people that are just going to drop 900 bucks on a shirt yeah. when you can get three polys for that. So I think the financial aspect of it will keep polys around for a long time. Tim says, I know you cut the back on your F8 single ply. Did you cut it all the way down yet? No, there's still about two inches of material down in the small of the back of the area. Of the Do shirt. not cut it all the way. I'm not going to. Okay. Because it won't. I'll, ne I'll never be able to get it closed. Matt says, the ones from Anderson are angled. I'm sorry I didn't hear that part. No, I don't think they're angled. I think they're still the standard like out. But I'm saying you can take one of those and and make it angle just by tucking your your shoulder your your elbows, and that thing will mold itself and, and be able to do a tuck position. What's up, Ben? Do you still have knee sleeves? I do, Ben. I have lots of knee sleeves left: knee sleeves and elbow sleeves, knee wraps, wrist wraps. I got Ammonia. a lot. Of, I actually have inventory sitting right Chalk. over there. Ammonia, we got some Titan Rams. Ammonia chalk, Rams, yeah, straps. I still have inventory here at the house. <laughs> Since I'm trying to extend all of my tricep work more now, after a couple of months, it starts looking like I have an extra bicep on the long head of my triceps. Thank you, dear sir. You are very fucking welcome. <laughs> that was great, Tom. It's good to hear. Cohen's, yeah, it's... It's still kind of how Cohen's old records categorize a single ply when he didn't even wear a bencher because it wasn't allowed in those days. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Let's see. Let's see. I have been trying. I've been. I have been tucking in my F8, and it does mold eventually. The more you work into the shirt, yeah, it, it does. It's just. Uh, it just. Uh, you just have to do it. <laughs> it's going to want you to do it a certain way, and you just have to force it to do it the other way. Show us Walter. God damn it. All right. Hang on. Walter's sleeping. Can you open that? Can you see him? There he is. <laughs> can I see? zoom on live? Oh, I can. There he is. Oh, it's Tigma. <laughs> yes. Baby Walter. So he's sleeping there. Then we got our fat ass cat sleeping right there. That's our big girl. Okay. Back to the subject matter. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I, gotta I gotta redo my. It's gonna be zoomed up go. your nose now. Oh, no, still fucked. Hang on. Okay. Jesus Christ. Here we go. Jimmy, you are the man. Well, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a man, but uh, I don't know if I'm the man, but thank you. <laughs> what type of business locally that can sew loops on my squat briefs? Uh, any, any seamstress or seamstress yeah. could probably do that. You just gotta take your shit in. And say I need I need loops sewn like this on 
these parts of the briefs and I want you to use this kind of material. If you bring material, they could probably do it like that. But a lot of dry cleaning places also have like alteration stuff there. Yeah. It's just a matter of if their machines can handle the thick material. Yep. Matt, if someone trained with you and wanted to get into equipment lifting, would you ever tell them to start in a band no, in a band shirt and skip the poly multiplies how with how things are moving these days? Well, I'm not going to tell somebody to do it a certain way. If they want to do it this way or that way, that's up to them. Who the fuck am I to say, don't do it like that? But I will say, learning to make a poly work, just, I always wonder, like when I, when I see a big poly bench, I know how fucking hard that is. I know how difficult it is. And that training and that skill set can only benefit you when it comes time to get into a band shirt, I see a lot of times these guys are handling weights and band shirts that they aren't actually strong enough to handle. Yeah, they have um, no business yeah. handling it. But if you build up that strength, that technique, and that resistance, and that adaptability in a poly, which are extraordinarily hard to make work right, and you transfer that to a band shirt, I think that can only benefit you in the long run. So, I mean, they can do however they want to do it, I do have my opinions on that, but again, I'm not one. I'm not going to be the one to say that's incorrect or that's wrong. Let's see. We're almost caught up here. Let's see, Matt. Okay, we're at the bottom. I know you wouldn't tell someone how to do it a certain way. I more so meant if you had a young oh, that asked for recommendations for the first shirt. I'm just oh. Um, I put them in a used yeah. poly. I, I would. I would start I, I would start them off. I had like a 16, 17-year-old kid, someone who's really young. I would I would want them to be... Well, first, I would make sure they had been lifting weights for a considerable amount of time. Mm-hmm. I always say for inspirational purposes only, I lifted weights for four years. Um, just try to get as big and strong as possible, like, you know, kid in high school, uh, for four years. Got a really, really good, deep base of strength. At 18, I was a 460-pound raw bencher at like 220, 225, uh, squatting five, 600 pounds, lifting 600 pounds, and then I got to equipment. I would. I not... think that's why you've been, you know, knock on wood, injury-free. Like you have that very strong base of not just muscle, but also all of your connective tissue and your tendons and your joints and your mm-hmm. bones. Like you built a full package foundation underneath of all these shirts and stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, so that's the first thing I would say is train like a bodybuilder. If they have a good base of strength, a good base of muscle, okay, get into a shirt. I would I would even give them one of mine if I had one that I knew would fit, like a used Katana or a ratty used F6. Yeah, something that's already broken in. Yeah, obviously used, not brand new. Have them learn that because that's only going to help them when they get to the band shirts because the band shirts have so much more potential uh, energy because they uh, have that uh, elasticity. elasticity property. <clears throat> but uh, and, and the weights can be a lot more hard to control because of that. But again, just an opinion. Ward smelling salts is on here. I don't have any ward uh, smelling salts on me from. I've got ten bottles in that ten box bottles. over there. We got 10 bottles of Ward over in our inventory box from Anderson Powerlifting, so you guys are fucking awesome. I had your uh, K2 
Kevin gave me one of your doom cylinders. Yeah. And that I, stays in the car. And I pissed my pants, dude. It was fucking rad. That pissed <laughs> off our dog. It was yeah. it was sealed inside Jim's gym bag, and he just brought it inside and sat it down. And Walter got pissed. He was like, what is this smell? So it lives outside. Yep. So, Doom Cylinder from Ward Smelling Salts. Fucking awesome. Thank you guys. You make an awesome product. Alexander's on here. What's up, Alex? How you doing? Let's see. Uh, where are we at? Matt says, I competed raw for 10 months before I threw into gear. Yeah. People told me not to, but because they told me not to, it meant I had to. Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Do you ever use specialty bars in any of your training? Um, seldomly. I'll do K-Bird Bar. Kimber bar two, three board, one board. I don't really bench with a buffalo bar anymore. My shoulders don't like it. Although I loved it, but my shoulders don't like it. Um, let's see. You like the SSB rollback thingies. Well, SSB JMs from time to time. Not very often. Ours is crap right now. The padding is all worn down and the, the bars are actually poking into your chest. So I can't really do those Would right now. Would you consider your um, band bell bar a specialty bar? Yes. Yeah, Band Bell Earthquake Series bars, love those. So, uh, yeah, not not a lot, but from time to time. What do we got here? Matt, Tyler. Also, I know you're not a squatter. Yeah, I don't claim that. But any idea why Titan never made anything out of canvas? I guess the same thing could be asked in regards to denim shirts as well. Because they claim that their boss suits... Which is like their big unlimited, you know, big multi-ply polish uh, equipment are just that good. I think that's that. That's what I what I gathered was that they said they're they're that good. Like it's better than canvas. So yeah, like why we don't waste time. We don't need to pursue um, canvas or anything. I know the first eleven hundred pound squat, Steve Goggins used a boss suit. I know Jeff Lewis squatted over twelve hundred pounds in a boss. Uh, Henry Thomason squatted a 13 in a boss, although it didn't get passed, but it, back in the 2000s, he squatted a 1300 a few times. Who's that? Henry Thomason. Oh, no shit. Oh, yeah, we were just talking about that yesterday. Yeah. WPL. Yeah. So, you know, um, yeah, so I, I don't know. I think that's why. They just have, they just think that their poly material is so superior to canvas and the way they make it and the lamination process. So they, that's why they never, that's why they never did it. And Alex said, just a quiet night. Too good. Quiet nights are awesome. It was a quiet night for us, which is why we decided to hop on here. And, uh, let's see here. Jim got tired of watching true crime documentaries. Yeah, I, I, I hadn't gone live in a while, so I wanted to, uh, come on here and just talk to y'all, because I haven't done that in a while. Again, nothing too exciting, but, uh, I wanted to come on here and just talk, chit-chat about a few things. Oh, raw strength. What's up here? <clears throat> Do you have any space updates for anyone? Everyone really wants Not to right now. Well, no, SpaceX is testing their uh, Ship 24 Booster 7 uh, Starship right now. They did a cryo test on Ship 25. Uh, Ship 25 got taken off the test stand. It's going back to the production site to be uh, installed the Raptor engines. What did we stay up and watch for like three hours of nothing the other night? The NASA L SLS uh, NASA. rollout. The SLS rocket's about to launch. I it, thought it was a launch. That's no. why I stayed up and thought it was No, they were just rolling cool. it out. <laughs> they were just moving it out of the fucking garage. Yeah. Nope. Uh, SLS is going to launch hopefully on the 14th. Uh, that's their launch window. If that doesn't work, the 15th. If that doesn't work, 
the 18th is the next one. If that doesn't work, then they're going to scrap it and wait till next month. There's oh, your space update, got a few people. Things. What do you think about Rob's F86 ply bench shirt? Does the three ply bench bands he has on his website? Um, I think the F86 ply is awesome. And after I bench 1,400 pounds, I'm going to request uh, a six ply from him, actually, because I think they're that cool. We're going to get a custom six ply. Oh, are you? I am. Anyway, <sighs> so I think they're fucking awesome. The three ply bench bands, uh, the three loop, three loop bench bands. I think offer it's it's one more layer of uh, adjustability. So you know, single loop, two loop, three loop. I think it's fucking awesome. I don't have one. I just use uh, the two loop uh, widowmakers, which are plenty fine enough for me. Wait, are you talking about a six ply widowmaker or no, a, a six ply shirt? bench shirt? Yeah, uh, that's what you're gonna try to use for fifteen. Mm-hmm. But I I want him to make a six ply that is made with the thin. Like my black shirt, mm-hmm. the thin material, because the blue shirt is made with a really. That's stiff... what I'm saying. Like it's, yeah. you're having trouble touching fourteen, in your three ply. I need you it, crackhead. I need it to be stretchier. So, so you need thinner, more layers of thinner, thinner material. material that'll stretch more. I think that's the key. Are you yeah. still competing this month? Yes, I'm competing in York, Pennsylvania, on the twentieth. Really looking forward to it. I have not used the three-ply bench band, the three-loop bench band, no. I already started missing the lives. Yeah, I'm back. <laughs> I am back now. I've been having trouble with maintaining up, with maintaining my arch and bench. How do you think I could fix it? You need to work your back more. It's all about back strength, back endurance. If you have back strength but no back endurance then that strength will only last a few seconds and then you're worn out. So it's I would also like to ask is it that your back is giving out or are you slipping on the pad or are your feet slipping out from underneath of you? So speaking of back losing your arch or you just said you're slipping on the pad? Well, I don't know if they are. That's what well, I'm asking. Like is it a strength thing or is it a Well, you, you just thing? said I've been having trouble maintaining my arch. You might be sliding on the pad. Get yourself some sticky spray. This is baseball bat gripper spray. This is good shit. That's what I use. It smells like fucking paint. Um, this is baseball bat spray. Marucci. And you have to stick to that pad. If you're sliding on the pad, no amount of chalk on your back is going to help you maintain that arch. Get some sticky spray. Start using it on your back. Every time you bench, it will change your fucking life. I promise. PSA to spray it on you and not the bench so you don't get kicked out of a meat. Yeah. Or piss off your gym owners. Yeah. Matt says, when is the scholarship opening up for applicants? January, yes. January, January 1st. 1st. And actually, good announcement. I wanted to mention that. We officially made it to $10,000. We are at $10,000 for our Cold Strong Scholarship. We have one more fundraiser, December 30th. Deadlift Disco is going to be fucking rad. Uh, Trying to maybe possibly get to 11000 and or just have some carryover to the next fund for the next year. So we're at $10,000. Applications go live January 1st, all the way to January 31st. Mm-hmm. We pick 10 and then cut $10,000 checks. Yay! What ply effect are you going to use for 1400 Never mind, she just answered my question. Yeah, yeah four ply. Four ply for the 14 Did I hear that right? You're going to go from four ply to a six ply. Yes, I am. I the four, I have two four plies. The black original one that I've used for all my meets this year, minus the WPO. Um, 
and that's made of a thin, like a standard wrap that's stretchy and thin. And I love that shirt. The, the one with the, the electric blue uh, collar and sleeves is made of four layers of a stiff, very, very unforgiving stiff wrap. And it's very hard to make it work for me. So I want to go up in layers, but uh, thinner, thinner, stretchier material. Uh, could also be leg drive, right, Jim, or knees, feet caving in. It could be a lot of mm -hmm. things. It's hard to know without like seeing a video or something, but it could be a lot of things. Spray is the shit. Yes. <laughs> I put so much Marucci on my back in my last minute that I had to scrape it off with a razor. Well, Katie, we, we, luckily we have uh, Dr. Sam Squanch soap, and she gets in there with that yeah. high-grit soap and scrubs my back raw. Exfoliating. It takes about two, two nights. It takes about two days' worth of showering to get all that shit off my back. So, yeah. hey, no. <laughs> it's disgusting. Why skipping five-ply? I don't know, because I just if he offers a six... I think it'd just be fucking rad just to go for the, the fucking right to the top of them. Just the, just the most radical over-the-top shirt. Um, that I'd probably, I'd probably, and I, I'm going to bench 14 before I even ask him. Before I even consider asking him, I want to bench 1,400 pounds first. And then we'll talk about it. Um, I want to be in person with him so we can get, like, actual, like, no-shit measurements. Yeah. Because what we don't want to do is send back the shirt three times to will, shorten the sleeves because you've got comically short upper arms. I guess my upper arms are just like abnormally short, I guess. I don't know. I, I think can't. it's also that you have just such big biceps. What did we measure the other day? 23? 23 inches. It was 22 and three quarters. I was like, yeah, that's fine. And then you flexed. Yeah. And it was like 23 and a yeah. quarter. Yeah, well... Well, no, it's not just the width, but I, 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 I think they're just abnormally short. I don't know. But they are so big that it's hard to shove your arm in the hole. I know, but... But you can't have the hole be too big, because then you're not going to get... I, I want it to be... Like, the blue know. one, he made custom, and it actually, like, slight... Like, it's it fits like a poly. Like, it's... Yeah. It is skin tight when I wear it, which is fucking awesome. I love the electric blue. So do I. <laughs> it's yeah. a nice. It's a nice piece. I think it's the prettiest one you have. Matt says, "At what point do you think a lifter should move on to adding another layer to their shirt once they've mastered the current shirt that they have? Once they can make a weight touch, they can press it. They can do multiple reps uh, at a certain weight, whatever it is. Um, I, you know. But again." They have to work up. Sl I don't want you to add a layer to your shirt and then jump 150, 200 fucking pounds. You yeah. know, you got to be careful with that. So, because of bones. But uh, yeah, I think once they've mastered the current piece that they have, they're ready to move on. Not oh, I can kind of figure out the two ply. I want a three ply now. No, master that fucking two ply first. Yeah. Prove that you can make it work, and then you can move up in plies. Adam Sanders said it's the girth. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Trizilla, that's kind of cool. Never heard of that before. Well, we measure my arms in the in the in the down position, so like, just like down at my side, like this, not up here, and just down unflexed. It was like twenty two and a half, but then flexed. They were like to over twenty three inches. Would so it make a difference if you flexed out? When you when you bring your arm up, it's slightly pulling the bicep, like lengthening the bicep. So it's not going to be as big. Which would bring the measurement down. Oh. 
but in the in the normal like at the side position I was at 20, 23, like slightly over 23 inches. Yeah, it was like 23 and a quarter, I think. Yeah, which is kind of cool. <laughs> Let's see. Let's see. I sort of feel like I need to stick with a two-ply for a long time before moving to a three and just keep getting stronger with what I have. That's fair. That's uh, Getting stronger is the name of the game. I am constantly, like everything I do besides the actual bench is really, it's, it's bodybuilding. There are certain aspects when I train like triceps, you know, or, or occasionally back where it's true like strength, you know, heavy weight. But I'd say 95% of all the work I do that's not bench press is bodybuilding because I'm trying to be physically a bigger, larger, stronger human being. Um, you guys that just yeah. want to add more and more plies and never get stronger, which there are some of those guys out there. Um, they're on a dead end road. They're never going to get, they can go to a certain point where they do not actually get physically stronger. They're on a dead end road. And just because you get a bigger shirt, especially you, doesn't mean that you're not going to work in your other shirt. Like you're not, you don't ever get rid of them. You probably have what, like 15, 16 shirts now between Polly and. I've got like 18. Yeah. Your Polly bag is heavy. Yeah. I'm I'm a little bit dreading going back to Polly, but <laughs> I am too. <laughs> um but yeah, and then you know that you're getting stronger because, you know, in a three ply you did a thousand for ten. In a two ply, you did a thousand for ten. So you know that you're getting stronger mm -hmm. even though you've been working with heavier plies, you're still, you know, stronger as a human underneath of there. Oh yeah. Granted, the many two-ply is low-key more than a two-ply. Well, it's more than two-ply, I guess, right here. On the, yeah. <laughs> that that would be six-ply on the chest right there. Two layers. Each layer has three layers. So it's actually a six-ply right in the middle. Right along. And oh, because it's right like crossing. Where the X's cross. It's a six-ply right in the middle. It's kind of cool. So the layers of the material... And the thickness of the material matters. It does. It does. There's, you could have a four ply, but it could be a four ply of like really thin, stretchy material. Or we could have mm -hmm. thicker, like uh, Jesus Christ. Like if I roll, let's see. Ah, like, like how thick these fucking wraps are. You know. I mean, yeah. I mean, think about just like material in general. When we were looking at the squat suits at WPO, um, how thin Overkill's canvas is. Yeah. So, um, like, two layers of that canvas is probably still thinner than one layer yeah. of the Inzer canvas. I thought he was wearing shorts. They were skin tight. I was like, yeah. what the hell is he wearing? You're like, that's a suit. And I was like, mm -hmm. those are swimming trunks. What are you talking about? Yeah. So, it does. It does matter. You could have a four-ply. Or you could have a three-ply, but it's made with, like, double-thick material or regular material that's just super stiff mm -hmm. or, or, or stretchy. Or if there's... And he just has so many different types of material, it's insane. So it's hard to, it's hard to know, but I'm gonna talk with him. It's gonna be a thing where I'm actually in person, like talking to him about it and like measuring and getting it all like perfect. If I bought a three ply, I feel like it was, I was trying to buy a bigger bench or is it trying to earn one, you know? Well, buying what I'm not ready for, yeah. Um, there are definitely people that do that. There, there are, but uh, no, I, I, I'm a bigger, I, I'm a fan. I, I love getting new equipment. I, you know, I just, I love it. It but, adds to the challenge. Yeah. 
but you have to get stronger. You, you have to get stronger. Absolutely. Because at some point, you're going to get bodied by that shirt and learn a real tough lesson if you right. take on too much shirt. Mm -hmm. I know you're loyal to Robin Anderson, but what's your opinion on the Mendy shirt? I don't really have an opinion because I've never... I've never had one. I've never seen. Uh, I've seen one in person, at a seminar in Boston. Uh, some guy brought one. I saw it. I held. I held it for a minute. I don't know. It's a band shirt to a band shirt. I don't know. I know it's constructed slightly different. I like his idea makes sense. You know, for every flat layer, there's an X, which means there's actually three layers per layer. So if you have a two ply at six, you have a three ply at nine, and a four ply is twelve. Uh, he said like the X they, it pulls in four directions and comes back to the middle I get that I just don't know like Matt knows yeah Matt has one I like it a lot personally I feel it feels like an STP made of rubber bands to me so there you go it's like Matt's got one Matt's been working with one for a while I just have zero experience with any of them he was going to send me one when I bombed out of my meet last November the last time I did poly bench I was single ply at York and uh, I couldn't touch 1,070, 1140, 1150 in a single ply because I was too fucking bloated. I salt loaded too much, couldn't get anything to touch. I was actually, I took the weight out and I was so bloated that I couldn't even get a breath. I was like, I had to just go down with the breath that I had. Hopefully it was enough. And I started to black out on my third attempt. I bombed out. And he called me and he wanted to send me one. And I was like, hey, man, I got, I talked to Anderson the next day and they're like, hey, you know. Nah. So I, I, and I told him, hey, Mendy, I got to stay in my lane. I got to stay with Anderson and their product. I don't want to sacrifice anything with Rob, anything with Kevin. So just no thank you. And so never got one. Because they weren't. You hadn't gotten a shirt yet. Or no, you had just gotten a shirt this was, yeah, before I, that meet. Yeah. yeah. But you hadn't started working at them yet until that meet. After I bombed out, I decided I'm going to make this shit work. And I did. Let's see. Uh, aside from the X, I don't know. It's much different than a Pharrell. I have one. It's really forgiving. It's easier to touch in. Yeah, in terms of design, that is. Okay, cool. So, yeah, guys. Um, i got a few more things I wanted to share things that are making a difference with me uh, in my training so I had talked about all the wraps I had four pairs of wraps right here I got more shit here somewhere let's see oh that's another can I actually carry quite a few uh, of these uh, I have three cans right now I have a fourth one it's actually in that box over there but yeah can't have enough of this this one's brand new this one's partially full this one's almost empty but I have a lot of this. I have a lot of this. And that's the Marucci for Marucci. anyone listening to the podcast that has no clue what he's talking about. I forget that I'm just... <laughs> she bought this off of... Uh, it's actually all over the place. She bought this off of Amazon. Oh, have you uh, tried it? Gripping spray. Baseball and softball gripping spray. It's a little little bottle. Uh, I tried it. It's, it. It doesn't dry quite as fast, but once it dries, it's actually pretty sticky. Very sticky? I yeah. forgot about that. Yep. So we got that one, too. I think I got that because I couldn't find Marucci. It was like everywhere was yeah. sold out. Yeah, this is called Spin It. A little bottle of Spin It uh, sticky spray. Pretty cool. Keep that in my bag as well. Make sure I catch up here. Okay. Cool. How long do those last? I'm not sure how long do those last. Are you talking about the uh, Marucci? Uh, one can can last almost a month. It depends on, like our entire crew uses it. So. Yeah. 
yeah, it my, depends on <laughs> what's going on. If we've got a meet, sometimes we pass them around a meet and we go through three cans in one day. Yeah. <laughs> Alexander says, how many more meets are you attending this year? I am only doing the York meet uh, here in two weekends and then I'm done for the year. I'm not doing another meet until I go to Matt, uh, not Matt Brooks, uh, Chris Jividen's mm -hmm. IPA meet in Hurricane. I think it's called Hurricane. I'm not sure if it's pronounced Are we different. going to any more? We're doing our so. meet on the 30th, which is Random Friday. So yeah, I don't think so. I think I'm not planning on it. Maybe you can get a Marucci sponsorship. I wish. If Marucci I wish. and Boost Auction would. Yeah, I want to get to that too. But oh, If those two would sponsor, you'd be set. That'd be great. Uh, any muscle sprays and bombs, etc., that you recommend for a Malia FTS or Anderson looking to buy some? Uh, Anderson has a really nice one. It's a roll-on. Mm, that's my favorite. That's a, that smells amazing. It's fucking like eucalyptus or something. But they have a roll-on. Uh, I think it's called... Fuck, what's it called? I don't know. It's like Ro it's, it's a roll. Blue. It's blue. It's it's got it's a roll on, and I, I can't remember the name of it. It's got a soothing kind of a cooling sensation to it. She's gonna look it up real quick. But yeah, Matt, the uh, Marucci can last about a month, and that's with like multiple people. Hurricane, <laughs> yeah, hurricane. That's with multiple people uh, using a can. It can last for about a month, give or take. Um, and she's gonna look that up here in a second. I think it's, oh, motherfucker, what's it called? I don't know. Pain? Corganics Relief. Corganics Relief. It's the relief is what's in blue. Relief is in blue, that's right. Corganics. Corganics Relief from Anderson Powerfitting is a really, oh, they really... They also have like a lotion pump. Mm. We yeah. just have the roll-on one, which is... It's nice. I might get that lotion pump one, yeah. though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there you go. So there's Marucci, um, then also the spinet spray. That came from Amazon. Actually, this all came from Amazon, but fuck yeah. Let's see. What is it, in your opinion, that makes Anderson Custom Bench Bars... What? Superior to other bench bars. Uh, Anderson does not have uh, bench bars. Uh, F8 Customs has the uh, Sportcraft Bench Bar, uh, if that's what you're referring to. Uh, they're higher tensile strength than anything else on the market. Extra long, collars. extra long collars, extra stiff, uh, extra high PSI. Free personalization, yep. which is cool as fuck. Personalization comes with the cost of the bar. Uh, anything you can think of, any design, color, combo, anything Rob, Rob Farrell could do with his Cerakoting process. It's so cool. They go above and beyond. They're the best. Matt Brooks says, next time you want to do a scholarship meet next year, let me know and I can help sanction it if you'd want. I have the Virginia State chair after all. Cool. So we'll think about it. If we have we have something that we'll uh we'll, we'll... I just didn't we put it together just like last year we put this meet together kinda last minute. It's deadlift only, you can use straps, uh cash prizes. So we just figured it was easier just to do it unsanctioned. Yeah. That way more yeah. people could join without having to pay like IPA dues or mm -hmm. RPS or whatever RPS doesn't have dues, but yeah. Um, you know, stuff like that. But maybe we'll host one, see what our calendar looks like. So, interesting question from... I, before, I'm going to. I'm holding something for a while. Hang on. <laughs> I have lidocaine patches in my bag. I have a few of these. Very helpful as well. So, just wanted to put those away. Uh, Alexander says, has the Marucci caused any damage to the bench? I don't so, think so. If you, if you spray just your back... Um, 
because at, at our gym on our uh, bench cover mm -hmm. that goes over top of the bench, uh, if you spray the bench cover, it will develop a film over time, like a, a film that actually builds yeah. up. You could like kind of scrape off. But like we just get it off with acetone. Yeah, it's fine. It doesn't. But it that's doesn't... why we put a like we got a bench cover from Anderson Powerlifting and put it on the bench like out of respect for our gym yeah. owner and stuff, you know. So instead of putting the buildup of the Marucci sticky on the actual pad, it goes on the bench cover yeah. instead, which is kind of a respect thing. Uh, and then no. at meets, we just put it on. Yeah. Your actual body or shirt. At meets, you have to spray your body. You can't go up and, like, spray the pad. Yeah. But if you put it on your actual body, not the pad, it tends to not leave as much of a film. Mm -hmm. it'll, it'll leave a film, but it won't damage the pad. Not Sorry. any worse than the guys that are sweating and leaving their back hair everywhere. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Yeah, so no, but... it has not caused damage. That bench bar was sick, John Rupo says. Fuck yeah, they're sick. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they're, they're sick bars, dude. Because he got to use one at... He used the gold one at WPO. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Hello, I ordered two big F82 plus size 64. How much size difference to 60 from 64? That's a... I, if I was a rep, I, I would know a lot more, but I don't. Mm -hmm. um, I only know from experience. Going from a 60 to a 64 is a noticeable difference. It's not like you can kind of see a difference. No, there is a noticeable difference in size 60 to 64. Um, I went from a... 60 I went from a 63 triple ply to a 60 and there was a pretty fucking big difference so there there will be a difference I just can't tell you I can't give you an example of how big a difference that would be Matt says that's a fair point just thought I'd throw it out there to help you in some way well they I, I will keep you in mind since you are the state chair absolutely if we want to sanction a meet that could draw more people in but then you have to do things like you have to you know pay the IPA uh, membership, and you have to pay the the. We like the non-sanctioned type for our fundraiser because we can only charge like we're charging thirty bucks for our deadlift disco for an entry fee, so it's not as bad. And if anyone wants to sponsor that meet, let us we, know. We are still uh, gathering sponsors. I got Alex right here. He he graciously uh, sponsored the meet. Thank you very much. Uh, but if you would like to do that, we're still looking to collect more money to put towards the competition. Uh, so if you want to do that, just get in contact with us. Anything is appreciated. And anything above $100, you become an official sponsor, and your logo, your name, whatever you want, gets put up on our meet banner. And T-shirts. T-shirts that will be on display. And the website. And the website. Alex says, as more people use it, I'm just concerned about my comp benches. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, if you, if you, I guess, again, if you spray just the athletes' backs and they lay down... It's very, very, very yeah. little residual. And I'm assuming that you guys, like, scrub your benches down at the end. I don't know. I mean, that should come off. It, should, it wouldn't be a problem. Yeah. Wouldn't be a problem. Matt says, speaking of which, do you hear about fat pads getting approved to be used in the IPA as long as it doesn't make the bench too high? Yes, yes. motherfucker. So happy. F8 Bench Bars just became the official bar for the IPA. So there you go. There's F8 Bench Bars. 14, not just fat pads, but like 14-inch wide pads are now legal in IPA competitions. Uh, the whole height thing comes from the fact that the fat pads are four inches thick. So if you put it on your standard bench and now it's illegal height, you do have to build up some kind of platform yeah, on like the floor. Yeah, it's like put blocks in there. Yeah. But I agree that it shouldn't matter 
because if someone can go over and put blocks or plates underneath their feet, just do that if it bothers you. I think this is only going to help guys that have really fucking long legs and everyone else can just put a block in there. I mean, a guy with long legs could reach the floor with the extra four inches of height, mm -hmm. but you have to maintain the legal height for the standard competition. I guess, but like why, I guess, explain to me why the legal height has to be that height when people are allowed to put blocks and plates and mats underneath their feet and that changes the height for them versus the floor it's anyway. Not, it's not increasing the height, it's decreasing the height. I know. So why can't someone increase the height? Because that's just... It's a, that's it's a, a disadvantage. 17 to 18 inches is plenty. Like, like Dean's like bench... Like no one's going to want a 30 inch tall bench because no one can touch the ground. Like even Dean's bench is just only a few inches shy of mm -hmm. legal. I can't touch the floor. So you put mats under there and if you went to a meet and you couldn't touch the floor they would give you mats just like you know cosette i feel like we're going around in circles no i'm saying they shouldn't there shouldn't be like a rule that says hey this one is too high if you can just put things under there yes yes you're right because if the bench is higher than those guys that have long legs maybe it's easier for them to bench on a higher bench you know like it shouldn't even matter how high the bench is it does though if everyone's going to customize it with blocks and mats and shit under their feet anyway, why does it matter? The bench, why are you looking at me like that? The bench pads have a maximum legal height. Maximum legal height. If you throw blocks or pads in there, you're just raising the height of the floor, decreasing that height. Because you can't right. reach the floor. So... And you're putting those mats in there because of the legs, the distance from the legs from the floor. Yes. So if they're allowed to do that, why the fuck does it matter how tall the bench is? Because what, what if you don't have those mats and stuff on the floor? Then the bench is still the same height for everybody. No, it's not. It's, it's, it's above legal height. The bench height. If the bench height's at 15 and someone has 6-inch legs and someone has 6-foot legs... The bench itself doesn't move. But the person with six foot legs just benches. The person with six inch legs would need mega blocks. Okay. If they're allowed to have mega blocks, why does it matter about a standard height? If people are just going to edit the feet thing for certain lifters the anyway. The the pad, uh -huh. the more advantage of your lower body you have. Okay. There has to be a limit on that. Because of the angle of your legs? Yes. So then, is there a limit on how thick of a pad you're allowed to put in? Yes. But What's the limit? Well, four inches is the fat pad. No, I'm talking about the block. Is there a limit on how tall of a block no. you can put in? No. Why not? Because if you... If like like uh, Jeremy Smith, who met up the Erie meat, little, little guy. He, he needs blocks that are like three feet tall because he's a little person he can't he can't touch the even the that's what i'm saying so if you can edit the floor yes, to be taller you can but you cannot edit the maximum height of the pad <laughs> okay but who gets to choose the, the maximum and why the federation could you not use a taller pad <laughs> it's not 
hurting anything. You're hurting my fucking brain. <laughs> oh my god. I gotta, I gotta move on. Ugh, fine. We'll, we'll argue about this later. I, I cannot do this anymore. I am anyway, fucked. Anyway, let's just go. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Are we able to buy this because I left shirts after the meet? Alex is wondering. What? I'm sorry. Since I can't attend, are we able to buy Disco Deadlift shirts after the meet? Um, yeah, probably. Yeah, we can do that for you. Yeah, Alex said, the legal is a max height. Spencer, uh, my next meet is on the 20th of this month. <laughs> I am behind. <laughs> we can cut to a commercial for a few moments. I'm Jeez. not, we're not going to start No, again. we're not doing this shit. The feds have a legal bench height. You just said you were going to do this. I know that they do. I just don't even think it matters anymore. It does. It doesn't. You, ha you, you have to put a limit on how the maximum height of the pad. It's like 18 inches, which is plenty. That's more than enough for most people. So then just increase it to what a regular bench would be with a fat pad on top. That way they don't have to worry about adding the fat pad and then lowering the bench. That's what, that's the point. Uh, you can't physically lower the bench. It's all welded together. So, you put a so they just change the rules in the federation no, if you book. put if you put a fat pad on there that adds four, four inches in height, they go, okay, well the pad was with a standard pad and the bench was 18 inches. What I'm saying is instead of making everybody like, oh, we're adding the fat pad, don't give them that look. <laughs> instead of making the... Making everybody make a platform around it. Why not just also add to the rule book that says it can be up to this many in like just increase it if it's at 16 now with a regular pad, but it would be 18 with a fat pad. If you're allowing a fat pad, just say it could also increase it up to 18. That way nobody has to fuck with the blocks and the platform. The maximum height is already at 18. Okay, I don't know what the maximum height is. I'm just giving examples. Yeah, it's at 18. Okay, so if you add a fat pad, it takes it to what? 22. So just change the rules to 22. No. <laughs> oh my god. It's too, because, You're the one that argued for the fat pad. You're the one that wanted that in all the federations. Because, because of the width, not the but height. But if they can't lower the bench down, just make the rules to where it could be higher, and then just add blocks in for people who need the blocks. Or just put blocks down anyway. So that you, okay, you added three inches to so the So you're height. just adding blocks and leaving them there. Yes. To maintain the legal height. If you can't fully adjust your bench, because it's not adjustable, if that pad adds three inches to your height, put permanent What if somebody's down. running a meet and they don't have permanent blocks? That has to be a requirement. Then you don't use a 14-inch pad. You have to stick with your 12-inch. If you want to have a 14-inch pad on your bench, you have to maintain by blocks or a platform bring up that height to be legal it just feels like they could just adjust the rules for the height and the width and make all of this so much more simple the fat pad was passed because of the need for the wider 14 the width has nothing to do with it thompson designed it that way that's a design thing of his we so want just get a regular size pad that's wide. like like rick davis's pad that's 14 yeah. inches at standard height I still don't think standard height. I still don't think that matters. Well, and you're not going to change my mind, I don't well, think. Anyway. Well, it's fine. Anyway, we okay. said we're done. Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> and we're back to the girth of the bench now. All right. 
Good. Jesus Christ, we're back. So, we got to the relief. We got to the relief uh, roll-on stuff from Anderson as a staple in our uh, balms and liniments. And I also have quite a few of uh, these always in my bag as well. These are the Boost Oxygen Recreational uh, Oxygen Canisters. These are fucking, I love these things. Um, the green cap ones are just like natural. There's no aroma or anything to them. But you can also get, they're not they are not flavors and they're not scents. I'd say they're a flavor. Well, they, I guess, they, they yeah. refer to them as aromas. Mm, that's, it, it's a flavor. You can taste the mint. So this one's peppermint. They also have like eucalyptus menthol, pink grapefruit, which I haven't tried, and then just the natural, which is just... I'm know. surprised they don't have like a bubble gum or something. Don't waste it. Stop it. You don't need it. So, I like having... No, Anderson doesn't sell these. I buy these. Uh, they have a website. They, it was actually one of those... Uh, um, as seen on the the sh uh, oh no like Shark Tank Shark or Tank Shark we Tank. saw it as like a Hulu commercial for yeah. like are you old and need to carry oxygen but don't have a prescription for oxygen yeah are you rock climbing and need more air <laughs> so it's not it's not uh, medical uh, oxygen it's recreational it's um, it's for athletes what it's called Aviator it's Aviator ninety five percent oxygen you can buy these. Uh, let's see this these smaller this medium size these are five liters of oxygen and then this one's peppermint that's my fucking favorite one right now and then the big boy one is it's like 10 liters 10 liters you know, they also have a pocket size one it's like three um, so these are fucking awesome let's see he says uh, Anderson does not sell these what's the oxygen for exactly so I, I really was skeptical whether oxygen was going to help my performance or anything like that. I, I saw this on TV because of Shark Tank. Uh, you can actually buy these. Some Walmart sell them. I buy mine at the CVS down the road. CVS, Walgreens. Or if we, that's like if we run out. But normally we just go right to the Boost website and get it. Yeah. I feel like that's the best option. So I've, I've noticed a little bit of difference when it comes to my recovery between sets. So you see a lot of guys that get the actual, like, prescribed giant tank mm -hmm. with, like, the medical tubes and all that. I don't have that. So Safeway sells them. There you go. So I just, like, again, I buy them at CVS. Oh, yeah, more. and they had them at the liquor store in Texas. Or Florida? Florida. Mm -hmm. Florida, yeah. So I just buy them at CVS's and stuff. Right there, Safeway sells them. They got a website. Some Walmarts are carrying them now, too. Not ours, because ours is fucking shitty. Um, but yeah, it, uh, I had seen Westside use them at the Pro-Ams back. Those were a thing in Knoxville. I never fully understood it though. You're just, it's, it's oxygen. You have to kind of do some research on it. I can't remember all the details, but it's oxygenating your blood and it, uh, you oxygenate your blood. It can increase your performance for me when I'm after, after a really heavy fucking bench or a really heavy set, I, I huff on the, on the oxygen. It helps me recover a little bit faster mm -hmm. between those sets. It's it's not a placebo thing. It actually like I can notice a difference in how quick I can recover. I feel like it used to wake me up. Like I when I worked at the hotel and I would work like a sixteen to twenty hour shift and yeah. overnight and doing all that shit. Like if I was real tired, taking a couple hits of that oxygen would actually wake me up more than like an energy drink would. Yeah. 
it's just it, it's good stuff. I mean, I think we breathe like seventy plus percent nitrogen. Our air is only like fifteen percent oxygen or something, or ten percent. The bulk of what we breathe in every day is just nitrogen. So you can take this ninety-five percent oxygen and take some puffs off that. I just take about I just take about four or five good drags and then breathe out my nose. So I'll just have it over my mouth the whole time. I'll breathe through my mouth and then breathe out my nose. I'll do that five or six times and it really helps me recover faster. Like just a little bit. But um sometimes he abuses it and he just does it while watching TV because he's <laughs> dumb. <laughs> and they're they're not overly expensive, but it's what, like twenty bucks for a can? No, it's like twelve, fifteen. Mm. For the small one. Yeah. I'm talking the big cans, big boy. So it's, it's under twenty bucks. But the, okay, they're like sixteen ninety nine for yeah. a can. And he's just watching the NASA live stream where they're doing nothing and just using it all up. So the 10 liter has up to 200 one second inhalations in the, in this, in the, I in think the, that's wrong. In the large. I think it's right. I don't know. But Stop. it's good for Wasting it. Here we go. Yeah. Thomas says increasing your VO2 max also helps your recovery. I'm pretty sure I sent you the podcast about that before you have. Yes. That's where I got the idea for it, really. <laughs> yeah. Dude, the nitrous? Yeah, nitrous fucked you up. Fucked me up, dude. They put the mask on and give me nitrous, and then said she was going to turn it on, and I thought it was already feeling it, but it was just oxygen instead, yeah. Yeah. If I do too much of it really fast, I get a little bit dizzy. <laughs> Gives me an idea of how the air quality really is, yeah. Yeah, it's mostly so, dirt. So, again, like, being a natural athlete, still, I'm still natural for the time being, but, like, I need to take advantage of every single aspect, whether that, so I got the CPAP machine. We finally got a, we actually bought our first new mattress as a couple after 13 years. Yeah, almost 12 years, yeah. 12 years. It was our first brand new mattress, so It sleep. wasn't a hand, well... The last one we got was new, but it was like a hundred and fifty dollars from Amazon. Oh, well, it was three hundred. Was it really? It was three hundred, but it was it was one of those. It was a it was a. It was very shitty. It was, it was better than floor sleeping, which you yeah. convinced me to do for six months. Yeah. Terrible idea. Mattress in a box, and it was a hybrid with springs and foam. It was good for the first two three months, and then it just turned to shit. Now that we have this bed, I don't think what's, that mattress was what's ever this good. Bamboo one called. Uh. Uh, it's alright if you don't. I got it from Mattress Just firm. Pull, the, pull the sheet up real quick right there. A little bit more. <laughs> well, no, it's, I can't see it. I don't a, know if it has the label a, on it. It's a, it does. It's on the. Well, it's a bamboo bed. It's, it's, I forget the, the brand, but. It's so, from Mattress Firm. It's like Mattress Firm's, like, yeah. their signature mattress. We got a 50% off deal, so it was only 400 bucks because it was $800 mattress. I got 60% off. 60%. Yep. Because we had, it was already 50% off, and then it has a military veteran discount. Okay. So. I looked into buying a new CPAP because mine's a hand-me-down. Mine's a hand-me-down as well. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize how damn expensive those things are. If you go to ResMed, well, I have a, a hand-me-down ResMed that is just perfect. The guy who gave it to me took really good care of it. Um, it's a hand-me-down. He had it for six years. I've had it for almost two, so it's getting up there in age. Still works very yeah, well. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. But a ResMed, uh, yeah, you're, st you're still probably going to pay around 
nine hundred to a thousand dollars for one that's brand new, but that's gonna. But last. I mean, that comes with all the parts and stuff too. It, it'll come it? with yeah. all the parts and stuff, and it'll last you seven to eight years. So I mean, it's a good investment. Mm -hmm. So the CPAP, the new mattress, the oxygen tanks, uh, vitamin D, vitamin K two, the weight gainer. I have to do everything I can as a natural athlete to have my edge because I'm competing. I don't know. I'm not confirmed, but I'm assuming there's a lot of contemporaries of mine or competitors that are not natural. And I, I, that's the one last thing I'm not doing that I don't have to my advantage. I'm still natural. But in my opinion, especially after talking to Chad Ikes during that interview I had, if you can get sleep, you can. that's the trick. That, that, is, that is the end-all be-all to, to getting this shit successfully yeah. and getting stronger and recovering. Not a single human being that's ever lived and is currently living and I argue that will ever live, that has ever grown while in the gym. You grow outside the gym while you sleep, while you know, all the food you eat, your intake. So nutrition, sleep, and all these you know little things, like I mentioned, you know, like with just like oxygen tanks and things like that. Like I have to do these things to remain competitive while still being drug free. So being a natty guys, has anyone ever tried to get you into PEDs? No one's ever tried to get... Well, no, 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 no. Don't, don't give any names. I'm not going to give a name. Okay. I've had one guy... Push he, it. He's not, he's not part of my crew. He's not like somebody that I, I'm with all the time. But there is someone who has uh, highly suggested and really pushed me to try certain things, get into certain things. And I'm like, no, I don't need it. I don't need it. Um, yeah, so just... We took it with a grain of salt. Like, thanks yeah. for the info. Yeah, you know. Not interested. So, it's, that's only happened to me once in my entire life, and it's, you know, it's, it's been of recent, so. But, no, normally there's no, I, a lot a lot of fellow lifters, people I know, close friends of mine. You know, some people are on them, some people are not. I've never been pushed, except by this one individual who I won't name. So, other than that, no. I, I just, I remain the way I am. And I got, you know, I've always, I, I think of the training as, Three parts of the triangle, three quarters of the triangle. Training, recovery, and nutrition. They all kind of go hand in hand, especially tra uh, the nutrition and recovery. But uh, more specifically, I would, I would say sleep, nutrition, and training. I've always had that one corner. I've always had the training. My nutrition's always been kind of garbage. I did figure that out a little earlier in this year, exactly what I need. But uh, the, the sleep corner of the triangle I never fucking had up until about a year and a half ago when I got my first machine over there that's on, uh, along the wall. So um, once I did that, that's where my explosion uh, in 2021 of all my thousand pound benches started happening left and right because I was finally fucking sleeping. So that, that is the answer to it. Man. You have to sleep to recover to get stronger. And J.M. Blakely used a very cool analogy that I'll, I'll share with you really quick. Uh, it really spoke worlds to me when he said that uh, if your body is a housing project, as an analogy, and you want that housing project to go quicker, like this, I want to get this thing built faster. I need, so you send more workers to the job site, more workers, more workers, more workers. You're working, you know, and uh, it doesn't get built any faster because you're doing all this extra work. You have extra workers on the job site, but there's no building material, What the, you know. You need more bricks, you need more wood, you need more nails, you need more building material, which is your food, your intake. So that's where my caloric intake increased, my carbs, protein, all that shit increased, plus sleeping more, 
my bench went through the fucking roof. Mm-hmm. And then I got one more. Yeah, I checked it out. Thomas, the magnesium chloride. Um, that's what I use for anxiety. Yeah. That's, so, once in a while, like when uh, you get a restless leg. Yeah, it helps me it. with a certain uh, aspects in life. I haven't delved into it too much with performance, but uh, we have we have got into that a little bit. And then Matt says, I'm going to sign off here in just a little while because it's getting kind of late for you guys. But uh, Matt says, do you feel like cleaning up the diet really makes that big a difference when it comes to strength? Asking for someone with a garbage diet to another. No, 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 no. Um, cleaning up the diet. So no, I still eat like shit. I still go through drive throughs all the time. I don't really eat clean, but I'm training for a certain thing and I need high calories, high carbs, high protein. And I feel like, say like, let's just define eating clean as like chicken, broccoli, and rice. The amount of fucking chicken, broccoli, and rice you would have to consume to match the calories you have now. Mm-hmm. I couldn't do it. There's no fucking... And we live in 400 square feet. I am not making that much broccoli, and I am not <laughs> smelling it come back out of you that yeah. much. So, so no. I don't um, think so. I think... I'll tell you what. Yeah. When I, when I, 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 was, always, I was obsessed with protein, for a, especially going through the military. When I was still at Quantico, I was obsessed with protein. 1.2 or 1.3 grams per pound of body weight, 300 plus grams per day, which was cool and all. It was hard to do. My strength didn't really go anywhere. Then I then I started listening more to J.M. Blakely talk about diet and food and calories more specifically. And I increased my calorie intake because he said the body doesn't know the difference between a calorie, whether it comes from a pizza or a chocolate bar or a piece or of chicken or broccoli. Yeah, they don't know. doesn't know the difference. You just have to get it in. So I started increasing my calories. Okay, fuck protein. Fuck protein. I'm going to pay attention to my calorie intake. So I started getting into the weight gainer shakes. So once my calorie intake increased, my strength exploded. My, my, I got bigger. My bench went through the roof. So protein is good, but I think calories are more important. Yeah. The extra protein is, it just means less dollars in the wallet for me. And that's not saying that, like, he never eats vegetables and fruit and stuff, because he still eats plenty of that stuff for like the vitamins and minerals and stuff like that. Yeah. We're, he's just not, he doesn't diet by any no, means. No, I don't, I do not diet. I do not eat clean. I eat like shit, but I need those calories and I need those carbs because I'm burning so you much. You also of it. don't eat terrible because, you know, terrible. we go out and you order salmon and rice Broccoli and, and applesauce. Yeah. You know, I'm hungry for Texas Roadhouse now. Oh. We're not, it's nine o'clock at night. We're not going. You can have. Leftover pizza. <laughs> uh, Thomas said, "Be looking into some food delivery stuff from Stan Efforting to me. Maybe he can uh, even sponsor you somewhat as the best venture in the world at the moment." Uh, that'd, that'd be, be nice. Be not, yeah, but I, don't, <laughs> but I don't see it happening. I don't, I, don't, I don't think he would. I know you guys think Jim is really cool, and he is, but I don't think anybody else outside of the bench world really cares. No. Nope. <laughs> you know, we don't get, it's he a, doesn't get a lot of... It's a very, it's a very small world we live in, and yeah. I'm not very cool to anybody outside the, out the, the equipped powerlifting side of the sport. Uh, what mass gainer would you recommend? My skinny 180 pound ass needs something. I recommend two, uh, two of my favorites. The first one, MHP, Maximum Human Performance, Triple uh, XL 1350 mass gainer. I get the milk chocolate. It is fucking delicious it's like drinking candy 
That's the first one. Uh, full serving is 1,350 calories. The second one is the BSN 1200 True Gainer. Uh, that one's my second favorite, what I'm using right now. Uh, comes in a, They both come in bags. Um, so the BSN line and then the MHP line are both fucking really, really awesome weight gainers. I've used other ones. I've used the Gaspari. I've used Ronnie Coleman's uh, King line. Ugh, didn't like it. Uh, I used another one called USN. And I don't like that one, especially because the label says it may contain lead. And I was like, uh -huh, that's going in the trash. <laughs> so. You know. Okay. Circling back to someone asked earlier what the difference between the 60 and the 64 yeah. for the Pharrell shirt. Yeah. I texted Tiffany and asked. So from Rob, it adds an inch. So the 60 is 28 inches. Okay. The 64 is 32. So four inches difference. Yeah. That's a big difference. So that's the difference between the 60 and the 64 when you're looking at... Oh. Oh, 60 to 64, four inches. Yeah. Okay. But like, so the 60 starts at 28. They don't have a chart, but Tiff said she can try to get okay. one, so... Well, yeah, that, you're, thanks for hopping on here, Matt. I really appreciate that. And, uh, let's see, and then Thomas says, Well, I mean, you can ask him. He is the strongest IFBB pro ever on the Peloton platform, and his company does... Very solid, high calorie, high micronutrient meals. Is he the one that does the vertical diet? Yeah. <laughs> the guy we met with the jug, the... Uh, At the Arnold? The hydro... Yeah, he had like the multi-container jug that... Yeah, that was cool. We met him when you... The year that you won the Arnold. And then the year... Well, we met him at, in 19. I walked up to him. He did He kind of remembered me at, the, at his booth. Yeah. Yeah. He cool. got a picture with you, I think. Yeah, he's a cool guy. I like I like Sam, but he's not going to sponsor me. I'm not going to... No. I would love that, but I don't think it's going to, I'm not important enough to. I know. mean, even with where you're at now, like taking MHP, for example, we reached out for a sponsorship with them and they just never fucking said anything. I couldn't even get a courtesy go fuck yourself email. Yeah, and you were a prior athlete with them. So like years. that could just be like an MHP thing, but no. I mean. I, you know something, I'm, I'm sponsored by a man who is near and dear to me, Tracy Weiler, and he mm -hmm. owns the Dairy Hut in West Lafayette, Ohio, and he said he cuts me a check every three months that helps pay for my supplements. So I'm just going to stick with that because, I, 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 again, I, I, I'm not important enough to get a food sponsor from a... He's really, really, really good at this one thing. One thing. For now. Wink. One thing. Wink, so, wink. So, anyway, guys, um, I think that's about going to do it. I've, I've gone through the... The old gym bag and showed you some important things that have made a difference with my training. Uh, different pairs of wraps from Rob. Again, if you're a big bencher, I really highly recommend getting some Marucci uh, baseball bat spray. This shit has made... I will never in my life ever put chalk on my back again for a big bench. I don't know how I went all those years thinking that chalk on, the, on my back was good enough. Um, watching Mendy and Ryan and Gene use... Base, oh, not this particular spray, but using sticky spray on their backs. Stick them, right? Stick them was big. Um, probably some other ones, but get yourself some Marucci baseball bat spray. Uh, I'm not even sponsored by these motherfuckers, and I'm advocating highly. This shit is actually, like, really fucking sticky, uh, and you will not move. Once you get planted into the bench, you will not move. You will not lose your arch. You will not slide. This shit, I... Again, I have four cans in here, but there's three that are in my bag at all times. 
if that tells you how important this stuff is to me. So, um, yeah, get some Marucci baseball bat spray. Marucci, if you're listening, please sponsor Jim. Yeah, they're listening. So, hey, guys, uh, I got to get out of here. I got to eat. Um, oh, wait, hang on, Jerry. Jerry Cool's on here. Still having issues keeping a, a CPAP on. I'm a stomach sleeper. Uh, is there a mask for stomach sleepers? Have you had this issue? Isn't there one that goes to the head? The hose goes on the head? Disconnect that white hose. <clears throat> Throw it over here for me. Can I just fling it? Just, no, disconnect. just disconnect it. Just pull? Yeah. Squeeze and pull? No, just pull. So I use the... Uh, I have my uh, uh, nasal pillows right here. They just go in like this, right? Now I sleep on my back, and this works just fine. Now they also have nasal pillows... And they have a this, this this strap right here. Actually, has uh, as part of the like has tubing. It'll go around to the back, to where this tube is actually back here, and you won't have this tube um, <laughs> possibly getting like pulled out and stuff. So um, look into that. Or maybe even look into like a pillow with like a hole. Do you know what I mean? Where like yeah. your face is kind of in. That, makes, that would suck, I think. Do you think? I don't know. I don't know. So I sleep on my back because that's the most prime, best position for your spinal cord. And your back, laying flat on your back is the best way to sleep. If you can mm. hack it, do it. Uh, nasal you pillows. you have room in the bed. Yeah. Well. I, do. I just sleep like a fucking little gremlin wrapped around <laughs> because I have no room. Nasal pillows are great because they're like the least invasive and they, they seal just right here. They don't leave lines on your fucking face. But if you if you don't like the nasal pillows or you want something different, I recommend either the nasal mask that actually goes around your entire nose. They also have hybrids where it's like part of your mouth but also like goes underneath your nose. Or just get the full mask. I know they're expensive, but ResMed, which is what all, all my uh, kit is, is all ResMed uh, product. They're ResMed right there. You can also look up the Bopa Mac. No. Uh, so I do have the one that goes around the nose. Okay, cool. I keep trying to use it and I always wake up with it off and running out of ideas. I do fall asleep on my back because of the mask. Okay. Um, I would, I would get something else. I, I would get like the full kit. It comes with a head harness. It'll actually have like a four point harness connected like under your ears, around your head. If you, if you end up sleeping on your back, that will not come off. So. And if you're moving around a bunch, maybe even try playing with your settings to, like... Because Jim doesn't fucking move. Like, he lays down, yeah. and he will fall asleep with that on and just stay in the same position and asleep until it's morning. Yeah, I, that's the thing. Like, even Matt's saying, mine comes off here and there if I roll over. But, no, I, I don't move. I can actually be on my phone set my phone down on my stomach and fall asleep and wake up and have my phone on my stomach. I will not fucking move an inch. Yeah. But we also have a really good mattress now, which is excellent. Um, I've wanted to actually try the full mask before, but I just, they're just a little expensive. I want to buy one eventually, but um, these are best served for those who are back sleepers. Plus, they're not great for, like, if you have to have, like, a high-pressure setting... Uh, if you want a high pressure setting, you need to have like a full mask or like a nose mask. Yours is not considered high pressure. I don't have it set high. Holy crap! Because when I put it on, 
I'm like, no, so I could set her. Like I could set her low on my brains. Than what I have right now. Damn. There you go. No, thank Oof. you. I feel like I'm. I've tried to use it like two or three times. And I always feel like I'm choking. Yeah. Because it's so weird. I tried the pills first day I got it, and I didn't like it, so I switched. I thought about trying a whole mask, mouth, and nose. Try that. I still want to try it because I think that'd just be the most natural way. Like, if you happen to sleep with your mouth open, if you don't, it's going to be like a whole atmosphere, just no matter what. Because here with the nasal pills, I not only have to keep my mouth closed, I got to keep my tongue pushed up to the roof of my mouth to create a seal. Because if I don't do that, like, yeah, my mouth is still closed, but the air will actually circulate around my mouth and dry, and I'll wake up and my mouth will be in the fucking Sahara Desert. So it's kind of annoying because I want to try the mask too, but why well, do I have to make a credit card purchase? Let's see. Don't look at me. Uh, signing off here. Going home to get food. Yep, have a good We are night. also signing off. We're going to sign off here in a minute. When you mentioned about the spinal cord position sleeping on your back, I have honestly noticed since switching to sleeping on my back that I haven't had any real lower back pain. Hey, yes. I'll tell you what, man. And actually, this is where the floor sleeping idea had come from. But the ideal surface for you to sleep on is a hard, flat surface on your back. Keeps you in perfect spinal alignment. So if you have a good mattress... Learn to sleep on your back. because I that... also feel like that depends because I could never, and I think for me it always hurt because my ass is so big that my back could never actually like align because mm. there's too much ass. Mm. But with you, you just fucking lay on the floor like a starfish and you're out. But no. twice now in the span of 12 years, you've convinced us to floor sleep. And both times twice you now. loved it. Those once mm -hmm. in our first... And then once here. Yeah, and then once here. And both times, it was so great for you. And I was so miserable. We did it for six months each. And I gave it the old college try. But, nope. You're right, Jerry. Got a good... Anyway, guys. Uh, please, I want you to hop off here. Have a good rest of your night. I'm going to hop off as well. I got to eat. I got to go buy a CPAP mask. <laughs> <laughs> no. And uh, I will uh, let you all have a good rest of your night. I will probably be back on here over the weekend. And then the next weekend on the 20th, i got a competition. So I'll talk to you guys Ooh. after the competition as well. See how it goes. So have a good rest of your week. Have a good rest of your night. And, uh, yep, everybody have a good night. We will talk to you all later.